Come in. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. Well, you know what they say about the fittest? to another edition of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. From 10 to 11 a.m., I am your host, Colby Smith, and I just want to say, I want to say this as a, as, a, as a warning to future guests and people I talk to in my daily life uh, from time to time, which is if one more of you idiots says something about the name of this show, like, most for young people, how young do they have to be? Is it okay that I'm over 30 and I'm listening to it? <laughs> Sick. S- stupid. It's the most disingenuous, the worst joke I've ever heard. And I sit through hours of open mics a night. It's the worst thing. Well, is it okay that I'm on this? I'm pushing... Pushing 30. You suck. You suck if you make that joke. 718-928-9732 is our number. That's 718-928-9732. We will be with you until 11 o'clock, at which point we will be followed by Two Thumbs Undecided, the movie review show, then at noon, the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie, and then at 1 p.m., Objection to the Rules, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. Every possible base has covered. Every interest you could conceivably have is addressed at, th- at some point during Talk Show Sunday this and every week on Radio Free Brooklyn. Again, that number is 718-928-9732. That's 718-928-9732. If you'd like to call in, and I certainly suggest you do so because this is a very big day. This is, this is December 1st. This is the season of giving. The season of giving is upon us. And uh, you get a lot out of listening to this station, I know. Even if you just listen to this show... It enriches your life in a way that goes beyond monetary value. But if you were to assign a monetary value to it, I'm not saying what that value would be, but I think everyone could make their own call as to how much this show is worth to them and how much this station is worth to them as a result of bringing you this show every week. If you want to make that kind of calculation in your head and you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? I will remind you that RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate is the place to go for that. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our mission is to provide a free and open platform for our community and to promote media literacy, education, and free expression. And these are all things that you care about a lot. I know my audience, and I know you care about that. And by the way, Radio Free Brooklyn, we rely on donations from listeners like you. So... You can make a one-time donation. You can make a monthly pledge. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. There's no amount too small. Please support 
independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. This is the season of giving, folks. I stress again, the season of giving. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. And just to sweeten the deal here, we are doing today the Young Persons Radio Celebrity Telethon to raise money for Radio Free Brooklyn to encourage donations. And I've called in a lot of favors for this episode. I've got a lot of people here to talk to. Like, So, you know, this is classic telethon style. You call in. We've got a big celebrity switchboard going on. We're going to go into the, the we're going to go onto the telethon floor in a second. Uh, but if you call in today, you can talk to a celebrity guest and, um, you know, they'll, they'll talk to you about making a donation to Radio Free Brooklyn at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate, which is again, tax deductible. And the first guest I want to welcome to the studio is, of course, for the third, fourth year in a row on this post-Thanksgiving weekend, James Cross is here. You goddamn right, James Cross is here. Yeah. Jimmy returns to Young Persons Radio on the eve of Cyber Monday. And here's the deal. This is the one hour a year this show is listenable. Oh, you know me, the Bushwick Bit King. Oh, and Kobe, I got a question for you. What's that, James? I'm 30. Can I listen to this show or is that, is that, can I? Shut up! Okay. Oh, wake up, America. We got so many celebrities. We're in this tiny cramped studio, and I'm surrounded by the best of the best that Colby could get. That's right. Now, James, when I saw you were doing the show today, I thought, James, I have to, but you? <laughs> What's that in reference to? <laughs> <laughs> so last night we saw uh, uh, we saw Andy Kindler at Union Hall, the late show, the super late show. Um, I, More I, like the great show. That's right. Those words sound, they have similar sounds. <laughs> Isn't that all a comedy? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, uh, baby. I'll tell you this. People and... You know, our our our, uh, uh, our our puns hack, sure. No, okay, but... Pe- but people love them. <laughs> but people love them. When a good one comes across your desk, you pick up that piece of paper and you think, I'm saving this in my file. Oh, I'm saving this one. Uh, the, 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 the gay Romano? Sure, that's funny. <laughs> okay. Since, yeah, that's a character for sure. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you can do that character. I'm going to try. But it can be done by someone. <laughs> there are people out there who would do a great job with Gay Romano. I'm going to try it. It was in my audition for UCB Characters Welcome. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's do your characters reel right now. Okay, great. Um, okay, so what is it? It's like three? How many? I'm going to look it's, this uh, up and sure I get it right. It's uh, three auditions. No, three characters in a minute or something like that. Okay. Um, first character, Gay Romano. Uh, okay, you ready? Oh, Debra! I love men's assholes. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, hey, what are you, what are you, the, the, the audition board? Okay, so <laughs> this says, this says minimum of three characters. Oh, great, I have six. So, okay, cool. So one, Gay Romano, that one's... That one's out there now in the okay. world, and um, it can't be taken back. Yeah, I uh, want you to remember that this is forever. Second, <laughs> so when you get, I just want you to know that that I want you to keep this in your mind that whenever 
SNL comes knocking at your door later and they start combing through your podcast appearances. Yeah. And you're yelling about uh, Chinatown and then doing Gay Romano. <laughs> I, 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 the, I'm not afraid of being canceled. My career could not get worse. Um, so it'll be fine. And I'm mad they hired the guy with all the Asian jokes because my packet was full of racist Asian jokes. I didn't even get a call back. Well, they hired him. Then they didn't hire him. They canceled. They took it back. Oh, so I jumped right ahead to being not hired. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. They cut out the middle step for you, <laughs> which honestly is, I would say, better uh, in the long haul. No, I okay. Yeah. The point is, you're a comedian who takes risks, and sometimes you miss. So never seven one eight. How many calls we got on the board? Nine seven three two. Is that seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two? Is our number? Please call in at any point. And uh, you know, if you if you're out there and you're thinking, well, I want to call, but I don't have any money to give to the station. That's fine. You call anyway. We're all having a fun time here. I know what it's like. You're sitting out there, and the weather is cold. It's frigid. The trees are bare. The sky is permanently gray. It seems at this uh, uh, time of year. But that's okay because you got people like me out there working and warming you up. So 718-928-9732 is our number. So Radio Free Brooklyn, is there a premium tier? So I think that there should be. Uh, Behind Uh, the paywall is my other five characters. (laughs) Look, (laughs) I'm just saying it's worth it. You know, well, people love to be part of clubs. This, I think, is the key uh, 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 appeal of like a Patreon type thing is because people love to be a part of clubs. They love getting exclusives. You know, it's like, oh, like I I give five dollars a month to this my favorite uh, uh, podcast and I get all of this back that only, you know, me and the other patrons know about. So there's like a mental satisfaction that comes with the giving away of your money. Um, what do you think some of our advanced... What's, let's do it right now. What should our advanced tiers be for uh, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn donors? Because okay. there is there needs to be a, a incentive. Yeah. Um, I'm not on Cameo. I could be. I could... Could, could you? I think right they would now. reject you. Well, <laughs> what is the... Okay. Well, what is the... What is the process? Because if they're rejecting me, they've got to kick some of these people <laughs> off as well. You go to the Cameo homepage, okay? Mm-hmm. The first person you see is someone called Vegas Jake. Oh, that dude rules. Who is Vegas Jake? I don't know. <laughs> All right, here's the, here we go. Okay. Day is with me. It's a big ass day. Take advantage and book me on Cameo. I'll also maybe even give out a free pick with the shout out. Take advantage, guys. We all know it's going to be a big-ass day. So he's wearing a sweatshirt that says big-ass day on it. And apparently he's the number one sportsbook consultant. And he has proven success with his custom unit system. And there have been thousands. That's one thing you do not have. I don't have thousands of winning members. Oh, I don't consult on sports, really. But I do pretend that I know a lot about them. Okay. Uh, do a cameo for me. Oh, wow. Um, my, uh, my sister's graduating from college, and she loves this show. Okay. Hi, Joe. It's Denise Richards. Your daughter, Bailey, a.k.a. Stinky, is your secret Santa. And I am wishing you a Merry Christmas. I heard you're a huge Housewives fan, and you don't miss an episode. I'm actually here in New York City doing BravoCon. You can see the city lights behind me. Wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas. You are the best father 
father-in-law, grandfather, husband, dad, everything. <laughs> Which one? Very broad. Very, uh... loves you so much. Merry Uh-oh. Christmas and Happy New Year. This is great. I'm telling you, people, look, it's hard to make a living out there. And if you're on Cameo and you're a celebrity, I think that's cool. I don't fault you at all. Do you remember when people, when people found that guy from uh, 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 freaking, uh, what's that, Will? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air working at the Trader Joe's in New Jersey. And they were like, oh, look yeah. at this look at this moron. It's like, he's doing what he's got to do. He's working. Should have got on Cameo, he bro. Should've. I mean, well, now. Should have been on Cameo. Now, now I, bet he's, I, I, I bet he is, and I think that's rad. You got to hustle. You gotta, the hustle never sleeps. That's what I always say. The hustle, hustle, never, hustle sleeps. never sleeps. Anyway, what are we doing? A cameo for your your cousin? Yeah, my sister is graduating from college. Okay, she loves the show. Um, she's uh sixteen, smart kid. Okay. Um, okay. What's her name? <laughs> uh, Denise. Okay. Her name's really Denise. Yeah. When I mean, we just had Denise Richards on by coincidence. Yeah, James. I, that's I got called some famous uh, kismet. What's that? It's called kismet. I don't think that's a thing. That's not a thing. No, that's not. No. Hey, Denise, it's Colby, your favorite uh, radio host from your favorite show. Uh, See, I would actually say like third favorite host, uh, but keep going. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, Denise, this is Colby. This is a host of a show you like sometimes. Uh, I just wanted to say congratulations on graduating from college. I know you've got big things ahead of you. Uh, every dream that you've had can be realized as long as you made the right choice for college or like if you went to NYU, for example, the world is just like right there uh, in front of you now. Um, So I'm really excited for you, really excited to see what you bring to the world and hope that uh, you keep in touch with me because uh, I would like to pay for things for you. Okay, buddy. Oh, I'm I'm into it. Okay. All of my cameos end with me offering money. (laughs) Yeah, you just paid me 20 bucks for this cameo, but let me give you $45 for your dreams. I'll help you find an apartment wherever you want to go. I'll tell you about Street Easy or the other ones. Any more? Any more? Anything else I should say to to Denise? She's a great. What'd you say? She was. She got straight A's. Straight A's. Studying, Denise, uh, veterinary sciences. Congratulations on your GPA. That goes a long way when you're out there trying to get hired. Definitely. Uh, the first thing people will want to see on your resume is the GPA. In fact, you could just submit a resume to any job with your name and address at the top, and then just in big Times New Roman font, just 4.0 GPA, and they'll be like, "Get on the phone." I shouldn't say People this. People care so much. This is what no one's <laughs> going to tell you, is that employers care so much about your GPA. Yeah. They care so much about it. You work really, really hard on it in college, and then it pays off immediately. 718-928-9732 is our number to talk to any number of our uh, celebrity guests. That's 718-928-9732. But what do they get if they pledge money? If they pledge money, first of all, they can write it off their taxes because it's a 501c3 nonprofit. You know your demographic young persons. But, you know, you can also donate to Radio Free Brooklyn by shopping through Amazon Smile, which is Amazon's charity, charity initiative where you can stop and support a nonprofit of your choice at the same time. It costs you nothing. So just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash smile to sign up and have RFB as your donee. 
and you start shopping. The Mandalorian, you watching it? No. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> no, I like the pictures of Baby Yoda. I, I that's just really cool. Yeah. Um. um eh. Here's the thing about Twitter I've noticed, James. Oh yeah, what's that? It is that no matter what new thing comes out, there will be a tweet that goes viral. Uh, that says, and I'm just using the Mandalorian as example. Okay. The tweet will just be, I want to fuck the Mandalorian. And it'll be for everything. <laughs> it will be for every single thing that comes out. Yeah. And it's just like, I guess I'm a little weird. I think the Mandalorian is so hot. Could you imagine that in the 90s? Oh, that tiny baby is stuck in the well. I want to fuck that little baby I- in the well. <laughs> I guarantee you if Twitter was in the 90s during the OJ trial, someone would have been, OJ, still hot. (laughs) Still hot to me. Yeah. Al Bundy? More like Al Zaddy. Oof. That's another old show. Oh, yeah. Married with Children. Yeah, you remember that? Oh, okay, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I had a big crush on Katie Seagal. Okay. I mean, do I even need to go on? Oof. What would her cameos be like? Lucy will lick my balls. Her cameo would be... No, we're not going to move past that. <laughs> <laughs> this that, is what they want. That is a comedy legend. I'm not saying this. <laughs> okay. I'm saying this is what they say. <laughs> oh, is anyone out there? Wake up, America. <laughs> Wake up, America. Everyone's at home, curled up next to the fire in their expansive family estates. Right. This is another thing you learn around Thanksgiving is how many people's families have lush country Which homes. Which ones are rich? Yeah. The fuck is that? Everyone goes home. Oh. How are you people not embarrassed? Is what I want to know. Yeah. That's just like, oh, this is me, my 30 member family, all in our luxurious poolside Thanksgiving feast. We have a fireplace in every room. And when I go back to New York, the first thing I'm going to do is join is uh, uh, go to my DSA meeting. <laughs> because there are no stakes in it for me at all. Yeah. Good God. Uh, should we check in with the celebrity guest? I think we should. Yeah, let's go to the let's go to the floor. Hey, let's, look at this guy. Uh, it's uh it's the Peter Cetera from Chicago. Peter Cetera. For, all right, here we go. We go. This is the first person to say. All right, here we are. We're on the floor. Uh, we're sharing the floor with a, a Democratic convention. <laughs> Phones are ringing, as you can hear. Yeah. Uh, all right, now do your do yours. What What did you say? Who should we see first? Uh, Peter Cetera from Chicago. From Chicago. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you leave me yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Saturday in the park, more like Sundays on the air. Hey, this is Peter Sayer from Chicago. I'm happy to be uh, ringing the the phones for Radio Free Brooklyn. You call in, you get, uh, talk to me at seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two, and um, there is a man selling ice cream. Out the window that hey, I see. Peter, you ever get mad at that musical with Queen Latifah for stealing your band name? Totally, yeah. It's hard enough to find my band on Google. People Google Chicago band. Yeah. People always come up to you and ask, hey, I love your pizza. 
<laughs> like, I don't make pizza. Come on. <laughs> anyway, I got a call coming in, so I'm going to dip out. Okay. I got to get back to work. Oh, someone's gone around here, huh? Oh, thanks, uh, Peter. Oh, Peter's gone. He's on the phone. This guy. What a legend. Legend. Oh, listen to it. Listen to all the buzz. Listen to the buzz out there, James. Buzz. The Mandalorian. You watched it? No! Here's the thing. I've watched Star Wars a hundred times. Each time, I'm like, this should be better. It's just okay. <laughs> I watched the the snow one, the second one with the snow a lot, and it, oh yeah, yeah yeah. There's one good scene where he cuts open the thing, the the big animal he's riding. Yeah. For warmth, that should be the movie. Maybe throw some Ewoks in there. Awesome. I want to see them in little like mittens. Well, that's uh, that's interesting. You say that because our it looks like our next our next uh, 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 telethon caller we're going to talk to is uh, Jabba the Hut. <laughs> I'm Jabba the Hutt, and the only thing I'm a glutton for is donations to Young Persons Radio, baby. Oh, ha, ha. I like to lock women up in chains. <laughs> I I like to eat. Oh, do we? Do, 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 am I seen eating in the movies? Uh, I don't think so, but it is implied that you eat a lot. Okay, yeah. You know, show and not tell, and they did not show or tell. No, um, no. But okay, okay. Um, uh, I gotta go. Okay. Oh, he got slime on me when he hugged me. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt was the original Kids' Choice Awards and that he was sliming people left and right. His, his he was tiny like, little hands can't pick up the phone. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you, bring, you brought me a, a bounty? Come on up and get your reward. And then blah, slime. I gotta take a shower now, man. Also, I've never seen anyone take a shower in Star Wars. I just, is that implied? Uh, yeah. Okay. I've never seen it either. There are a lot of things you don't see that is left to imagination. Anyway, yeah. thanks, Jabba. We'll let you get back to work. <laughs> Very good. Good, yeah. Great. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Love Jabba's here. Jabba really turned out for RFB this year. Um, it was mm-hmm. very generous. His, his hands are too tiny to pick up the phone. So he's just getting slime everywhere. Oh. Yeah, he's making a huge mess. Yeah. Uh, Jabba, we would accept his dirty money. Yeah. Uh, no. All the blood. It's not just talk about slime. This guy's got blood on his hands. <laughs> on his tiny little hands. On his tiny little hands. <laughs> oh. I just feel like I keep hearing the same phone ringing, and I feel like there's one sliver that's just not picking up the phone. Well, there are a <laughs> lot of different. Desk or there are a lot of different phones, so it's not always the same phone. They all just have the same ring. There are a lot of different phones oh, here good. on the floor. See, yeah. you know, I usually put my phone on vibrate. That's the difference between me and celebrities. Yeah, celebrities want it want you to know when it's ringing, so they leave it on. You remember when ringtones were uh, uh, like a whole thing? Like, oh, like what's your ringtone? Yeah. Do you remember? Um, I think it was Verizon had the callback tones. Yeah, I think I had. Uh, it had to be like some My Chemical Romance song because <laughs> I needed like potential job employers to be like, oh shit, this kid emos. Yeah, <laughs> he emos. <laughs> oh. This kid emo. Yeah, Phillips. Oh, nice. See, now, would you say that's a pun, or is that just, like, wordplay? I would say that's not even wordplay. 
Okay. Uh, at all. Okay. I wouldn't qualify it as anything other than this made me think of this. Captain Emo Phillips. There you go. See, that's... You gotta put the two things that together. That is the thing, yeah. Okay. Captain Emo Phillips. And that's only one way that I'm better at comedy than Colby. Uh, call in with the other reasons why. If you get... Well, see, that's character number two in your reel. We gotta get to six. We've So far, we've got Gay Romano okay. and Captain Emo Phillips. Great. Um, uh, my uh, third character is um, uh, the, the, the poop emoji. Uh-huh. Um, okay, and he sounds like, hello. Here, how about I got this one okay, for you. Okay, okay. Poopamogina Davis. Oh, that's funny. I like that. I like that. Okay. Now, what does she do? <laughs> she's, she's in a league of Show our girls. own. Oh, no. I, I, well, was she in Showgirls? Probably not. Uh, a league of their own. Yeah, they say there's no crying in baseball, but there's a lot of poop emojis when you're talking about your cell phone plan with your grandmother. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. There's number two. Number we got two in the books. Seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two is our number. That's seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. Let's go back to the floor. We got a lot of people here who are just walking by. Uh, uh, Johnny Carson is here. Yeah, do. You, I gotta ask so many questions to Carson. Uh, Hello, James. Hello, sir. How it's come? It's nice to see you here on this Thanksgiving <laughs> weekend. I think you should have hosted the show up until at least 2016, where I had like a chance to get on the couch. But you stopped in like the 90s. Stopped in the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. You needed more time to uh, beat your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's something I did. Really? I don't think. I think I was verbally abusive. Oh. Jump my wife into most of the people on my show. But you know what's a crazy thing, James? Is yes. that no matter how many bad things come out about me, people still love me. Ah, uh, America's sweetheart. Oh, well, how'd you. Uh, you are responsible for so many careers of comedians. And what they call a tastemaker, James. Yeah. I make taste. You tasted Jay Leno and said, yeah. I tasted Jay Leno when I thought, mmm, it tasted like old gasoline. <laughs> gasoline that's been sitting in a red gallon tank for a while and this guy you couldn't get him out of the, out of the garage yeah the thing that people don't know about jay leno james uh-huh is that he he would work in a garage all day and then do comedy at night if he was a real grease monkey yeah that sounds like him uh okay if you were still hosting the show today who would be your dream guest my dream guest today uh would be billy eilish Oh, she's good. She's, I can't. Uh, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, I heard you're weird around women. No, that's this, not. I think no. Sure? I feel like I watched I refi- one no. of those documentaries on Netflix. And I, I think was like, you're, oh, no, you you heard wrong. That's not me. That's not a thing. No, I, do. I think this is a direct quote from one of your ex-wives. I thought his jokes hit hard, but his right hand. <laughs> that's not me. That's not Johnny Carson. That's uh, that's someone else. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. It's not me at all. Um, what's the biggest? What? Uh, um, what? What's uh, you've been you've been telephoning for like twenty minutes now? What's the biggest donation you've gotten? The biggest donation we got was a, a monthly pledge of five dollars because they think that some Patreon tears are coming, and I could neither confirm nor deny. Okay, now Carson, I know you're a legend. I don't want to talk down to you at all, but you gotta upsell, man, yeah. right? 
You're people, right. You call, they calling in. They say, I got five bucks to spend. You say, you got eight bucks, you to, got spend. Eight bucks to spend. Stop buying beanies every day of the week, America. Right? I tell you what, James, that is a thing that I would absolutely tackle in my monologue if I was still on the air, is how often people are buying beanies. Yeah, see, you... I would come out and they'd be like, here's Johnny, and I'd be like, uh, beanies are having a moment, folks. Uh, you hear about these beanies? Yeah, I think, yeah. Weird, wild stuff, these beanies. You gotta huh? attack it like one of your wives, Johnny Carson. Stop saying that. Are you, I really feel like he's, he's really bad. Yeah, okay. I am uncomfortable with that. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with you talking about this aspect of my personality. Okay. Oh. Looking back now, do you ever wish uh, Letterman? Here we go. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go on. What's your question? Looking back, do you ever wish you gave the show to Letterman instead of Leno? Um, every day I wish that, yes. Okay. Um, I thought uh, uh, that Jay Leno was the... Well, you know, the, the ratings would bear out that I uh, made the correct choice because he was so highly rated. Yeah, Leno beat Letterman for like 20 for, years in the ratings. Uh, pretty much everybody, and that's why they hated each other. Yeah. Uh, because Letterman rightly thought he was better than Leno, but Leno could not stop winning. The guy is addicted to winning. Yeah. You know, he doesn't spend his Vegas money. Leno, he doesn't... He doesn't spend his Vegas money? No. He doesn't spend his Tonight Show money. Oh, he spends his Vegas money. He spends money. the rest of his money. Well, of course you just spend money if you're in Vegas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You. So where does that money go? <laughs> what? What? Which money? The Tonight Show money. Oh, it just goes... He just puts it in the bank. Oh, you gotta gain interest. You gotta gain interest on the Tonight Show money. Okay. I... Did not do the same thing. I very much spent my Tonight Show money. Um, like hospital bills? And if I was hosting... <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you had insurance. So, uh... You come well, to Bushwick a lot, Carson? I come out to Bushwick, yeah. I go to, I go to that bar... I go to that bar... The Johnsons. Oh. It has my name right in the front. They call me Johnson's Carson there. Oh, okay. Okay. Welcome to the Johnson Carson. Welcome to the Johnsons, Johnny Carson. Have a sit- seat on the couch. Have and a their seat couch on the couch. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And I'm like, oh, now this is, I know what this feels like. Nice. Because I never, I was always super curious. I, would, I didn't own any couches at my home. Oh. And they wouldn't let me sit on the couch on the show because they said it's not right for the host to sit on the couch. You have to be behind the desk. So I've never, I never sat on a couch until I got to the Johnsons. The bar, and I have to say, I get what the big deal is. Yeah, I well, get why people wanted it so bad to sit on that couch because it's so comfortable to yeah. sit on a couch. Yeah, to maybe recline your legs. You don't just have to put them on the floor. What I would do is I would sit in a chair, and I would try to act like it was a couch, and I would put my legs up just in the air on the chair, but it would not feel relaxing at all. In fact, they would get very it would tired. get very tiring. They would yeah. get very tired. Oh. And I would have to go to bed even earlier. I would often go to bed before dinner because I was so tired from holding my legs up when yeah. I was sitting on a chair. Oh. You think I would have made it on the couch? 718-928-9732 is our number. That's 718-928-9732. If you'd like to call in and talk to me or, or any of our other celebrity guests. And I see a call coming in right now, James. Ooh. I'm going to have to let you go. Oh, why does everyone say that? 
Oh, look at that. A phone call. Bye. I got to I got to answer that. Okay. Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson was here. Oh, someone's not on the No, not for real. <laughs> well, I hear the phone rings. I don't know. No, not not a line that we can hear. Okay. Uh, okay. Um Okay. My god, Jay Leno is here too. You got this show running like a fine motor from the 70s. Ooh, baby. Ooh, look at this. This guy, you hear about this one? You hear about this one? It's a, it's a V12 twin piston. Ooh, that's the thing. You know, you know me. I like, I, uh, my jokes are like uh, denim because uh, it's very fashionable year round. Uh, you hear about this one? Uh, OJ's in the news again. Kobe, I heard you do stand up. Yeah. Did you hear about this one? You suck. <laughs> yeah, you guys hear? You, you guys read this one? You guys hear about this one? Kobe fucking sucks at comedy. <laughs> oh, baby. Jay. <laughs> hey. Why? I don't know if you know this. I don't spend my uh, Tonight Show money because I've been uh, saving up for a lawyer because uh, I'm bringing a case against you. Uh, to quit doing comedy. <laughs> Hold on, is this Jay Leno or the Pillsbury Doughboy? How do you know? What? Okay. Oh, this guy's got jokes. Okay. <laughs> oh, you don't let my best friend Kevin Eubanks hear that. <laughs> Are you and Kevin best friends? Still? Still? Yeah. What do you do to hang out? Hey, did you hear about this one? We're best friends. <laughs> well, what do we do when we hang out? Oh, I take him on the town to Vegas. I say, oh, look around, Kevin. There's the, the slot machines. There's roulette. And I'll let you play any game you want with your own money. I don't spend my Tonight Show money. That's specifically what I say to him. I'm Jay Leno. Oh. You guys remember when they were trying to give away the Tonight Show and they're like, Letterman or Leno? And I hid in a closet to hear what the executives would say. You know, one thing that I uh, know is that who gets the Tonight Show is a thing that I am on the, I, I care about a lot. Right? Especially <laughs> now. Because it's only a matter of time before Jimmy Fallon drinks himself to death. So who who is going to get it next? Tell you what, it should be. Who should it be? Questlove. It should be Questlove. That would be a great talk show. Wouldn't it be incredible if be Questlove was the host show. of the Tonight Show? Yeah. And people and people were like, hey, you know, I'm plugging my upcoming movie, and he's just like lightly playing drums during it. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Do you remember when Jim, Jimmy Fallon broke his hand? And then it healed, and then two weeks later, he broke the same hand again. Well, you, you know, you smash an egg so hard on his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you're hosting a show. What kind of games are we playing today? Uh, what kind of games are we playing? Yeah. Uh, chess? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Great. Knight to E6. That's... <laughs> 
<laughs> just this is 15 a live, minutes of silence. A live, just, okay. a live chess show. You know what I think I, I uh, uh, would enjoy most about being a professional chess player, other than the babes? The free chairs? Is hitting that little clock. Oh, yeah. That times each move. That looks like the most satisfying thing to like make a move than just go. Yeah. I would take that little clock and... And, uh, like, smash it by smashing it on the opponent's head. Okay, so this happened in the cold open of an episode of House. Jesus fucking And I want to say season six. Really? Yeah. I feel like all my guy, best ideas has, are from House. This kid has rage attack. Anyway, all your best ideas are from House? Yes, and I've never seen the show. I would love to explore this further. Okay, great. Um, Was one of your ideas uh, have a blood clot in your leg that kills the muscle? Yeah. That was the first hell yeah, Union Hall. I had the blood clot, and I said, we need to kill the muscle, right? Um, and I was wearing a lab coat. Uh, well, I think it was more like a, a guy that cuts meat. It was one of his coats, but it looks, you know. They look similar, yeah. Uh, and <sighs> A guy who cuts meat, one of his coats. Yeah. It says Hell's Angels on the back. <laughs> yeah. People should deck out their their doctors should have to deck out their lab coats with like patches yeah, and like stuff. Yeah, like flare. Yeah. yeah. I want to if I go to the doctor, I want him to turn around and there would just be like a big Misfits logo on the back of his jacket. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, "Oh yeah, I sewed this on when yeah, I was a resident." The uh, the pin, he has like pins and one says, uh, "My other jacket is a bomber." <laughs> Cuz he's a cool guy, you know. Um yeah, oh. he's a veteran. He's an Air Force veteran. This is what when I see people in, in bomber jackets, I'm like, oh, thank you for your service. But when I see people wearing Carhartt, I'm just like, oh, long way from the farm, huh? What are you doing in Times Square? <laughs> yeah. This is insane. There's no cows here. <laughs> yeah, oh. that hat must keep you warm when you're working the fields at 6 a.m. Oh, speaking nice. of uh, 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 farms, Tommy Lee Jones is here. Oh, I'm Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, let me tell you something about the president, Obama. I don't like him. Wait, is that true? Does Tommy Lee Jones he is have, he Republican? Did not have a speech at some kind of thing where there was like an empty chair. And I was talking to the empty chair like it was like Obama. Tommy, that was Clint Eastwood. Oh, I confused my... Wait, was I in Gran Torino or not? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, oh. were in, you were in Men in Black. Oh, okay. You were in uh, No Country right, for Old Men. Right after Men in Black, I did uh, Fresh is- Prince of Bel-Air. And, um, you know, they say the rest is history, you know? But I'm Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, no country for old men. More like no country for Obama. <laughs> oh, wait, that was Clint Eastwood. Oh, <laughs> my name is Tommy oh Lee Jones. God. Oh, I was Two-Face in the Batman movies. And, um... Oh, that's true. That that was based... They, they made that character for me. They said it was based on my personality. Really? Yeah, wow. of being Two-Faced. Um. All right, here we go. Okay, Tommy Lee Jones. Hold on one second. Hold on. Let's go. Let's step out of the floor for a second. Step out of the floor for a second. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. You okay? Here he comes. God damn it! Piece of shit. Come on. 
in five seconds, you're not going to remember anything. He's Let me pull out my silver thing. Coming. Here we go. Sheriff in this county when I was 25 years old. Hey, I'm Tommy Lee Jones. Who this guy? I'm Tommy Lee Jones. I'm Tommy Lee Jones. Me and him were sheriffs at the same time. Him up in Plano and me out here. I know he was proud I of that. I think he's pretty proud of that. Oh, that was from my movie, uh, Men in Black. Um, I'm telling him that I'm the sheriff of outer space. So watch out, aliens. Right. We're back on the floor. Okay. Whoa. Would you look at that? It's Bernie fucking Mac. Oh, James, it's me, Bernie Mac. The top one percent of the Fox Fall lineup. Yeah. Now I, I always hear you're saying um, that one uh, percent of comedians get all the laughs, and That's we right. should be spreading out the laughs. If anything, so there's there's a laugh inequality with comedians. That's right. Right. That's right. That's why under my administration, anyone who wants a laugh could get it. You remember, you, remember, now, you remember your famous speech from the Democratic Convention where you kept saying, I ain't scared of you I motherfuckers. I kept saying, I ain't scared I, of I you motherfuckers. motherfuckers. I ain't scared yeah. of you motherfuckers. I take my dick out, this whole room get dark, it's, and then hit it! Remember? My friend was in the 1988 Democratic Convention where we were about to, to nominate Walter Mondale. I take and my dick everyone, out, this whole room get Jewish. And somehow, word got back to me that every... One in the audience thought I was afraid of them. And I took it upon myself to go out on that stage before nominating Walter Mondale and saying, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. And that re- that remains true to this day. <laughs> I am not scared of any of you. I heard you were arrested for, uh, segre- or for, for, for protesting the segregation of comedy clubs of uh, terrible comedians and good comedians. That's right. You said, no, put them all in here. In the same place. Every club should have comedians of varying ability levels and talent levels, and that is equality. That's how you know the good ones are the good. When I go to the club, I don't only want to see one type of comedian, because there's a plurality of voices and levels of talent that makes this country what it is. I will say, Bernie Mac... Sanders, uh, yes. One thing that I always felt Bernie Mac didn't get credit for was the popularization of the mockumentary style in American television. I feel like The Office always gets credit for it. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Right? Yes. He he surpassed them by like at least five years, I think. Yes. Uh, Um. In fact, um, uh, what what people don't this is the thing that uh, I I disagree with, Mister Gervais, which is that the Bernie Mac show and the British Office. We're on television at the same time. The Bernie uh, Mac show debuted in November 2001. The British office debuted on the BBC also in 2001. There's no way, given how long and lengthy the development process takes, that I could have seen the British office and used it as an influence on the Bernie Mac show. Oh, I don't know if you know this. Not but, uh, plugged into British comedy. Did you know Ricky Gervais is an atheist? I was not aware of this. Really? It's like it's like his whole thing, I think. When I think of Ricky Gervais, I think who that really funny guy? Ah! Ah! That guy who loves animals. Ah! And then he's laughing. Ah! <laughs> ah! 
That's how Ricky Gervais laughs. Oi, I'm Ricky Gervais. He's so funny. When I hear Ricky Gervais laugh, I too start to laugh. I laugh at my best friend when he's in India and there's like cow poop on him or something. And I'm just, and I'm like, ah, ah, I'm a man of considerable means and I use that money to embarrass my. By all accounts, I, loyal and nice friend. Look, credit where credit's due. I will say that Mr. Gervais deserves credit for this friend, which is that the shows he did with Carl Pilkington, that's the fellow you're referencing. Yes. Uh, started a wave that continues to this day in podcasting and comedy, which is just you find a dumb person and you bully them. Yeah. <laughs> you bully them on the air for hours at a time and people love it. And they love you and they think that person is stupid. <laughs> oh... It's just bullying. It's just bullying. And I think that's good. I think bullying works. That's just one of the things I believe. I, Bernie Mac Sanders, believe that bullying works. I think more bullies should be in schools. I think if, I, right. if I'm if i president of the Fox Network, I will make sure I will do outreach to schools. And if there aren't enough bullies, I will ship some in across state lines if I have to. You know what? You know how you always hear, like, the, the you know, there's gun violence in schools, and then you always hear, like, we should arm the teachers. No, we shouldn't. We should just get more bullies in school, and when some fucking nerd comes in with a gun, mm-hmm. the, the, the bully stands up and goes, hey, you got a small dick, and then the guy's going to run away. That's how you stop school shooting. You get more bullies in the schools, right? I'm so glad to bring this up. Yeah. Because guy- I was recently in a school. Uh-huh. In Toledo, Ohio. Very yeah. small town. Very small community. The kind of community that is the bedrock of this nation. Yeah. And it has a terrific club called the Chuckle Hut, where I perform two shows a night every weekend. Every single weekend. Good, good. Every single weekend I go. That's what I said, and I didn't misspeak. I'm owning it. I said it. Yeah. Not to get all, like, Mark Wahlberg about 9-11... But, like, if I was at Columbine and those two guys showed up with, like, their big guns and their trench coats, I'd shove them into lockers. And then, like, hey, have fun getting out, you nerd. Um, and that's the locker is so small. That it's they so can't, small. They can't, they can't lift aim, up the they gun. They can't lift up the gun. No. If they were to pull the trigger, they would be shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. And potentially in the toes. Uh, you can't. <laughs> as well. Shooting. I don't care who you are. You need toes. Right? You try shooting up anything when you don't have toes. Whoa. Hey, look at that celebrity. It's um the guy from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Um, All of them. Whoa, here's your sign. Is that Bill Inville? <laughs> oh, Bill Inville's making himself laugh. That guy's so funny. He was just thinking about Sorry, his Sorry, James. Sorry, bud. Oh. Hey, James. Yeah. The other day, I was... <laughs> I said, hey, are you hosting a radio show? Oh, here's your sign. That's a microphone. That's right. No. Uh, the other day, I was uh, 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 driving on the highway, and I saw that a truck... A tractor trailer had gotten stuck under an overpass. And my son says, Oh man, did that tractor trailer get stuck? And I said, No, son. 
He's been hauling that bridge across this country, and he just ran out of gas. Here's your sign. That's a real joke I do, James. Oh, that's funny. I don't care who you are. I don't care care who you are. Oh, Larry. Larry. Now, I got to tell you, this is also a thing that I, Bill Lingvall, have said, is Uh that I'm very jealous of Larry the Cable Guy's success. Good. Yeah. See, now, uh, comedy. It's very true that I've said that. Well, you know, comedy for me was all about getting to the next stage Hold of my on. career, Hold which on. was the Prilosec commercials. <laughs> People have high blood pressure from laughing so much at my shows. That's right. That's right. Now, me, I'm just a wholesome family man who does jokes about his daughter's underwear. And you, Larry, you're a, a fake redneck who talks in an affected voice, wears flannel shirts with the sleeves cut off. Wait, have you ever heard this story? Uh, back in the 90s, I, I just became big as Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. And then Jim Carrey released the movie The Cable Guy. And my manager like got in a big fight with the studio because he was like, you can't. No, I have a guy that's about to blow big. You can't have this movie named The Cable Guy because you're going to think of that when they think of Larry the Cable Guy, which is a real story. Um, and let me tell you something about Jim Carrey. He ain't Southern. Nope. That, I've only interacted with him once, and I noticed he was not Southern. He's from Canada. That's the opposite of the South. That's right. That's the North. Oh. The up North. Our neighbors to the North. Yeah. Or as I like to call them, Tater Salad. Ron White is here. Oh, I got in a bar fight when I was 18, and I said, hey, police officer, you mind if I smoke a cigar in your police car? And he said, you can't do that. Drop the weapon. And it was one of those, like, uh, uh, lighters. It was, uh, you know, a lighter? You ever been around a lighter? <laughs> I sure have. Oh, great. This guy's going to tell if me he's a redneck. Ever... <laughs> Mowed your grass and found a car. You might be donating to Radio Free Brooklyn. Now, see, Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, if your made... gun rack has a gun rack, you might be donating to Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm so glad you were the judge on that um, uh, comedy competition show on one of the big networks. That's right. Was it Bring the Funny? Or yes. might have been one of, Last Comic Standing, yes. one of them. I love the idea. It of... was me, yeah. Keenan Thompson. Two guys who see eye to eye on everything. Do you remember all of your notes to the uh, comedians where you have too many punchlines? You need more setups that just have the same one punchline? And you said that to every comedian. (laughs) Right. James, the only thing I know is what my experience is. And I found that to be a successful strategy. So why can't it work for other people as well? Because there's only one of me. I don't think so. And then after the comedy, you made a career on dunking on dumb people that were not as smart as a fifth grader. That's right. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? If not, you might be a redneck. Isn't that how you closed every show? Yeah. Yeah. I closed every show. You feel uh, Ron White to Jeff Fox. How did you feel about at the same time? Our like we were we were big. 
uh, which is still now. But uh, remember, right after that, the Kings of Comedy came out. Yeah. It was like Bernie Mac, Carlos Mencia? Yeah. Some other. Cedric the Entertainer. Maybe like Eddie Griffith or something? I forgot who the fourth guy was. D.L. Hughley. D.L. Hughley, how could I forget? D.L. D.L. The thing about these guys is that all of them are funnier than us. (laughs) We've all got our own thing, sure, and are we trying to do the same thing? No, but laughs per minute kind of thing. Yeah, you know, my first... uh, uh, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and my first name in comedy was Larry the Entertainer, and I had to stop using it due to false advertising. <laughs> this is a show for no one. <laughs> That's not true. We have legions of fans. The <laughs> blue collar comedy guys. Oh. I'm just checking the boards, and we have raised $7 million. That's true. And it was all donated in the last three minutes. <laughs> they were waiting for the blue-collar guys to come on. Mm. Mm. Hey, look at our next... Uh, it's our next celebrity, Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby, you just missed Job of the Hut. He was just here. Hold on. I thought it was Baby Yoda, but it's actually Mr. Bean. <laughs> well, folks, we got to start wrapping the show up. Let's get off the floor. No. Let's get off the I'm floor. I'm canceling. I own this studio. I'm canceling that movie show right after this. We're going all night, <laughs> baby. Yeah. yeah. I got two hour. thumbs for you. Up your ass. That's very funny. Please hire me. I'm bookable. Um. Hire him, yeah. He's book a hire. Book him for all those paid shows you run. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh. James. Yes. Here's one thing I want to see before we go. Let's get off the floor for a second. Ratings? What? Ratings? No. <laughs> This is Jeff Foxworthy at the Just for Laughs Festival in 1991. Okay, here we go. Let's get off the floor. He is carrying something out onto the stage. Thank you. Uh, I really have nothing left to talk about. I was backstage watching the guy before me, and my act's kind of down the toilet at this point. uh, Oh, I bet he just followed Carrot Top. (laughs) If he did, that's really funny. <laughs> he just came out and said, I've got nothing less to, left to talk about. And then left. He would be a fucking hero. Oh, God. James, what song should we go out on? We got to get out of here. Um, What's that guy? Um, I don't know. How about something for my Caribbean Queens? What? What'd you say? What's What's the Billy Ocean song name? Billy Ocean Caribbean Queen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sick. Thanks for coming. Okay. We gotta end this kind of abruptly. Um, if I can plug something, uh, 301-675-4908. That's my phone number. Cute girls, call me. Bookers, call me. Bookers, call him. Um, we only got two characters today. They're behind the paywall, okay? <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right, you're you right. You just gotta pledge $69 a month to reach my tier. You get my characters, you get my rejected, uh, catchphrases, 
you get um uh you get video of Colby how he dances before the show starts for like five minutes uh-huh. uh to get in the character which is a uh, uh, nerd um you know uh yeah uh okay bye. 